Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys podcast. As always, your host, Alex. Another proof of life. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. And so we'll treat this like another 30-minute consult of my time that you get in order to help you edify yourself, educate yourself, develop yourself professionally. That's what I'm here for. As long as you associate with me, I'm associating with you in the sense that we're helping one another become better. Now, granted, given that, given that nothing that comes across these sound waves, these airwaves into your ear should be construed as legal advice, right? We don't condone any wrongful activity, whether it's extra legal or not, right? I don't know. Did did that come off as a double negative? Do we or do we not? Okay, so we don't promote. We don't promote it, (laughs) but I'll go ahead and say we don't condone it either. If you find yourself in a situation where you're contemplating your next move, the ethics of it, the mechanics of it, the kind of strategy, the logic you need, and the tact to carry it out with. Please, by all means, reach out to us. That's what we do for a living. We're on Instagram. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. You'll recognize the profile picture. We're on Patreon, the Corporate Cowboys podcast. Refer your family, refer your friends. I mean, those that are those that are with the shit, right? Because I understand that for some, this content, at least the way it's presented, can come off a bit abrasive. But that's what we're here for. Whether it's after hours or just on your break, right? On your lunch, you want to sit back and relax, shoot the shit a little bit. Granted, there is no back and forth here. Which is why if you want something personalized, you'll come to us for a one-on-one. Our rates are more than reasonable. And as always, I mean, it's, it's our belief that if you have a circle of fools to bullshit and fuck around with, I don't know what you do on the weekends, smoke dope, crush brews, go to the range, you could instead have a circle of dudes. That you talk business with. <laughs> Not a circle of dudes. Let me because I, I kept it casual. Let me let me keep it professional. Instead, you could have a circle of professionals, associates, borderline friends that you could come to with ideas, with concerns, with questions about moves to make inside and out of corporate in order to position yourself for the future to increase and protect your livelihood professionally and of course that ought to bleed into your life personally and so without further ado today's question for this episode is coming from r slash career advice 
Yeah. And the question is asking, what is the best way to write a resignation letter? Man, that's always a, a mixed bag, you know? Mixed emotions, feelings, feelings all over. Granted, we try to be as professional as possible, remain emotionless, think in a cold and calculated manner, don't wear your heart all the way out on your sleeve when it isn't necessary, when it's, when the action doesn't warrant it. And yet still, we need a little bit of emotion for authenticity, especially when it comes to a resignation letter. Now, now let's read the body and find if it's a, uh, if it's a positive or a negative emotion, what kind of experience will be informing our resignation letter here? They're writing in the body. I recently, recently, okay, I, I <laughs> bro, if it's recent, fam, if it's recent, do you need a letter? <laughs> I recently took over a restaurant as general manager. Okay, yes, you need a letter. That high up in the food chain, you need a letter. For a company I had worked with in the past. Okay, so they have some history. There, there's history here. I put in 10 years with them and have a very solid relationship and highly respect the owners. Mm, okay, okay. You highly respect the owners. I, I feel like I'm still waiting for a shoe to drop somewhere. I'm, I'm waiting for a hook. Maybe there's some bad blood. So far, this seems like you're just uh, have outgrown your position somehow, or you've you've sought out and found a different opportunity outside of the organization, which is never a negative thing. But again, your resignation letter should reflect something like that, appreciating the time that you've had. With the organization, 10 years, 10 years is a stint. That's a fucking stretch of time. Can't discount it. You can't, no matter how recent you became a general manager, 10 years you've been putting in work, 10 years you've been laying the foundation, brick by brick, and earning your stripes, stripe by stripe, in order to become a general manager. There's history there. Of course, there's going to be emotion bound up and intertwined in that. So these owners, they say, they keep writing, they understand the business and do what is necessary to make them run right. To, to make them run right? What? Is this one restaurant or multiple restaurants? Maybe it's written incorrectly. They understand the business and do what is necessary to make them run right. Okay, maybe it's more than one restaurant. Maybe it's a chain of some kind. Maybe they have a portfolio of restaurants. But uh, our our hypothetical client is just chummy or on a on a good relationship basis with the owners. You see, you see, I went with the casual chummy. Maybe not as chummy, right? Maybe they have a really good professional relationship and not so great or not so close a, per, a personal relationship to be chummy, right? They may not even be on a first name basis. There are some associates that I keep 
that we aren't even on a first name basis. You see, that's fucking professional. And some of them I would trust with to hold me down with knives and guns. <laughs> and not I, and again, we're not even on a first name basis. Professional. They understand the business and do what it takes and do what is necessary to make them run right. Nice. I took over a restaurant, a restaurant. Okay, so then to me, the context implies that they have multiple in their portfolio. Folks, if you're wondering why I'm breaking down sentence by sentence this this fact pattern, the body of this message, it's because typically these questions, and I've, I've said this before in past episodes, typically these questions don't have the amount of information that I would love. I would love to have all the information. And if I had this hypothetical client in front of me, our interview would be in depth. It would be back and forth, question and answer, question and answer, follow-up question, answer, follow-up question to that, another answer. Why? Because information matters. Information opens doors. And I don't mean physical ones. I do mean metaphysical ones. The more information we have about your situation, about your circumstances, the better informed your options will be. Moving forward, professional development strategies in order for you to get ahead So they say, so again, if if you find me tearing apart these questions sentence by sentence, line by line, it's because now I'm having to make inferences, not so much jumping to conclusions. And as much as I dislike making assumptions, I could at least make a reasonable inference. If I don't have the information, the inference is there to make. So they continue. They say, I've got, oh, I took over a restaurant. I took over a restaurant, right? So we're thinking out of a portfolio of many, they've been assigned one or they're taking over one, right? I took over a restaurant that was struggling terribly in every aspect possible. I've got the place turned around, but if I'm honest with myself, I Hate the job. Man, that sucks. It sucks to hear. It sucks to hear. There are some folks who do it for the love of the game. And then there are those folks that do it for the money. And sometimes, sometimes when you do it for the money, and it's what you thought you were really after, it turns out you get to a point where you realize that you are not satisfied no matter how much money you make. Now, you do it for the love of the game. Maybe you enjoy running restaurants. Maybe you enjoy managing them. You could you could branch out, become a consultant of your own. You now know how to turn restaurants around. Can you make that 
a process? Can you make that a method? Can you create a methodology? Put it down on paper, create a manual, a manuscript of sort. If you can, you can go into business for yourself as a professional. Otherwise, expect expect to manage restaurants. Expect to just become to just be a general manager of restaurants. Unless you want to, I don't know, move up and get promoted and become uh, some type of area or some type of area manager, a, a middle manager within this management corporation for restaurants, which sound, which which is what sounds like the owners do, right? If they have a portfolio of restaurants, they may have one or maybe two, or maybe two more managers above you as the general manager. Maybe they have two more rungs above you that subordinates like you as a general manager report to somebody and then they kick up numbers to somebody else before it finally gets to the owners. But in this in this scenario, it does not sound likely because they are writing about the owners directly, right? So it sounds like this person is just a general manager in a restaurant within the portfolio and they report directly to the owners, right? I mean, that there could be some type of executive assistant in the way that helps coordinate reports as they arrive for the owners. But I mean, that's higher level technical thinking and we don't have the hypothetical clients in front of us to ask them this, but it is relevant and we would like to know. But again, you want, you want to find out or you want to know, ask yourself. These are perfect questions to be, these are great questions to be writing down if you're taking notes. Mental notes. You don't need a, a pencil and paper, right? Take notes. And if, if you run out of questions to ask yourself, consider reaching out, right? That's where we can help give you a corporate cowboys perspective. Perspectives that you may or may not have considered previously, contemplated, and how they might interact with your with your plans, with your strategies. Just a way to augment yourself and augment your professional development. It says here, I've got the place, continuing then, <laughs> sorry, I went off on a little tangent, on a mini tangent there with that higher level analysis. I've got the place turned around, but if I'm honest with myself, I hate the job. I've got a stay-at-home wife and two daughters under the age of five. It's not a good fit. Jeez. Well, I'm not going to comment too much so I don't disclose too much about myself. But when you have dependents, and what I mean by dependents is when you have people that depend on you at home, folks that stay at home, folks that you have to feed, you have mouths to feed, quote unquote, bills to pay. When you have bills to pay, mouths to feed, and more so when you have people, people at home that depend on you and that want your 
individual involvement in their lives. I mean, shit, you're a father. You should, you should help raise your children to some extent. You should contribute to the life at home to some extent. It makes sense. It makes sense. Being the general manager of a restaurant may or may not, may or may not lend itself to that type of life, to the ideal family home life. It's possible. I mean, to keep from resigning, which is eventually what this what this body of uh, eventually what our hypothetical client wants to do or is thinking of doing, to keep from resigning, you could pitch it to the owners to get you an assistant manager, eh? An assistant general manager, even. If you want to up the ante a little bit, so you split, so you split the duties, and you may have to split the pay, right? Unless, unless you find some way to formulate to craft this position where you are still indispensable, where you are still needed. Again, you have the option to go consultancy, turning around these restaurants, and if they need your help. You could swing through with personal, professional services on top of now you're free to consult for the other restaurants in these owners' portfolio, right? If you have such a solid relationship with them, if they didn't see the transformation as it happened, as you turned the restaurants around, which, you know, if, if they were there to witness it and they were there to document and record it. They could probably craft, create, reproduce a blueprint of sorts and maybe may not need you. But if but if they were not there, shit, this becomes your trade secret. This becomes your work product. Something you can market. Otherwise, I mean shit, go uh go the assistant manager route. Pitch. The position for an assistant manager, especially if you've turned the restaurant around and if it's now become profitable, what you can't hire another hand to handle more menial administrative duties and leave you the more executive tasks, the more executive obligations as a general manager. That way you could have quote unquote bosses hours. Easy nine to five. Let them take the night shift, the dinner shift, and just cash in at the end of the night. <laughs> There's ways around it. There's what you don't have to leave your post. You don't have to fall on. You don't have to fall on your sword when you first think you do. It's not always necessary. Says I got the place turned around. Ba, 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 gotta stay at home. It's not a good fit, they say. And while finances are better, I don't think it's a long-term solution for me. I just gave you a solution. I gave you two fucking solutions. Not even five minutes ago. <laughs> I get, if I, if that offends you at all, I mean, it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be offending you. It's not meant to offend you. Again. You come into this podcast, you listen to these episodes, it's as if we're sitting in a circle and you pitch me this question. Now, 
I'm repeating the question back to you line by line. And we're just bullshit. We're just shooting the shit. Granted, you can't talk back. And that might be ideal, right? That might be ideal. So you can finally sit and listen. But it's 30 minutes that I have to fill. And it could come off as a stream of consciousness. But I've done this enough. I've done this enough. Where I can be professional about it. So this isn't a bullshit hour. This is an hour for professional development. And it's 30 minutes at that. It's not even an hour. It's a 30-minute free consult. I call it a consult because it's, it's professional education in my mind. That's what you're coming here for. But truth be told, this is what I do to bullshit, to shoot the shit, shoot the breeze. This is what I do with my associates. Just go back and forth on ideas and schemes. I'm telling you, we're stand-up guys. Just have criminal minds. Stand-up guys with criminal minds. It says, and while the finances are better, I don't think it's a long-term solution for me. I gave you two. Not even five minutes ago. Maybe now it's not even 10 minutes ago. What would be the best way for me to put in a notice? It's just notice, not a notice. It's just notice. What would be the best way for me to put in notice? To put in my notice? Keep in mind, I don't want to burn a bridge because as I mentioned, I highly respect the owners. And it's got a question mark at the end there. So I had to give it that inflection. I highly respect the owners. So I don't want to burn this bridge. <laughs> I guess my question is, if you were a business owner, what would you want to hear? Ooh, ooh, if I were a business owner and I have been, I am. What would I want to hear? I think I, I, I think I answered that at the very beginning. Right? If I think I've been a good owner, if I think I've been a good manager, a good supervisor, I don't have to toot my own horn and be like, if I've treated you as a mentee and I was your mentor, how fucking deep would, would I want you to? Right now, now, if I was a business owner and I've known you for 10 years and you're now resigning, I mean, what I want is for you not to leave. <laughs> it's right off of the bat. But I did answer that at the top of the, uh, of the half hour. I answered that by saying the hypothetical client ought to, uh, to summarize pay a little respect, right? You've already paid your dues. 10 years is quite the stretch. Summarize a little bit about the experience that you've learned, the values that you will be retaining, right? Because you're walking away with something. That's experience, knowledge, know-how. That, that practical value value you can't really put a price on unless you choose to as a professional. Like, like I said, you walk away, you could become a consultant to turn restaurants around. That's money. That is money right there. 
I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving you the keys. I'm giving you the keys to your own kingdom. Now you got to start with the door. You have to build the door outward for the fucking key to work. <laughs> or the door inward, depending on how you think your entry or exfil out of corporate will work. There's, there's, there's many ways around this. This is a marvelous metaverse. Applying what you know to get what you want. You don't have to leave, right? You don't have to leave. But if it's just the resignation you're after, if the advice is just, what do I write in this resignation letter? Fam, there are templates on Google. Is that what you wanted to hear? There's fucking templates on Google. Go fucking rip one off. Change a couple of words in it. If the owner's name is David, put David. Hey, David, just... Just change, change the dear David and fucking send it. <laughs> burn bridge. You don't want to burn bridges. That's 10 years. That's 10 years. At least mitigated some, right? If you're on your way out, why not reduce your responsibilities there? Have them hire an assistant manager like I mentioned. You never know. You might see some slack. You might see some some extra slack, some extra capacity added to your end. And you can continue building in that owner's portfolio. You can continue building value. Maybe you move on to manage two restaurants, manage three restaurants, install assistant managers in all of them. And you're just kicking back, collecting a check, and consulting. You could be an internal consultant of sorts with the title of a general manager or a different title, something you can make up, an area manager, a division manager, if it's certain types of restaurants that you run. (laughs) But again, we don't have all that information if I had the hypothetical clients, you don't think I would be walking them down these paths? They say the money's good right now, and yet in the very body, they don't give any alternatives for what they will be doing to keep money coming in. We, we don't know if they're just leaving and just going to start, what, collecting unemployment? We don't know. Where are they leaving to? How will they support their stay-at-home wife and two daughters? They got two kids. They have literally mouths to feed, multiple. And they don't want to burn a bridge. That's going to be tough. It can be done, but you're going to have to bow pretty fucking low. And when I say bow, I mean, you're going to, you're going to bow out of the business. You're going to tell them, oh, I can't be your general manager anymore because I got fucking... I have a fucking kids to feed. Obviously, the owner is going to be like, well, dog, if you got fucking kids to feed, why are you not working? Why don't you Why don't you want to manage my other restaurant, right? I don't know how this 10-year relationship thing works with you and your, and your owner and your manager, your own boss. I don't know how that's working at all, whether or not 
they'll see through any possible bullshits because I'm I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge of calling bullshit. But whether or not they'll see through your intent, maybe you want to maybe what you want is more money. So what you're going to threaten to leave after having been there for 10 years, all of a sudden you hate the job. The finances are good, but if I leave now, fuck it. I will, I'll have I'll just have no finances and have a stay-at-home wife and two kids to feed. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, why not? I don't want to burn this bridge. But you've grown, you've grown to hate it. Hold on. It says here, I took over a restaurant, but I turned it around. But if I'm honest with myself, I hate the job. Well, funny how I came back to that line at the very end of this consult. I'm, I'm, I leave every consult with more questions than I have answers. Why? Because professional development is, is a very nebulous thing. Every consult is like this. So I'll give you a heads up. If you come through for a professional consult, expect questions. And if you walk away with more questions than answers, I mean, shit, that might be a, uh, a feature to the way we consult. To have you, what, come back? To have you, what, think for yourself? To have you, what, analyze your own life? And the associates that you hang with, the company that you keep. But again, if, if you if you were in it for the money to begin with, well, shit, the money is good, right? The, the, the finances are good now. What do you want? You want to stay home with your wife and have no finances? Again, we were never let in on what the alternatives for income were. And that is a question that we would ask. But you do need a love for the game. You do need a love for the game, even if the game is only professional development, which is what this podcast is geared toward. That's our target demographic. Our target demographic is you, the listener, the aspiring professional. We don't care about your age. Sex, gender, religion, none of that fucking bullshit. Because none of that fucking bullshit matters in corporate. We are all the same in this corporate war. As businesses war. Doesn't have to be. But business is personal. So long as we take care of business, business will take care of us. I say that almost every episode. Take notes. Even mental ones, right? <laughs> I'll catch up with y'all later. You want to drop us a line? Shit, you can send us. You can send us stuff, I suppose. You can send us uh, hard goods, letters of sorts with words and whatnot. Little valuables. P.O. Box three three seven two, Rancho Cordova, California nine five seven four one. And if you want to send us digital donations, there's a couple of links floating around there. There's like a Venmo, PayPal, Cash App stuff floating about. Maybe we'll set up a Bitcoin wallet. I mean, we've got personals, but um, I mean, those are for internal 
operations, right? Internal transactions. Maybe we'll set one up for the org. I don't know. We're in, the, we're in talks about it. How deep we want to take this mission. Take care of yourselves. How about that? I'll catch you on the next one.